Welcome back to the Week 16 Waiver Wire Preview Show here at 444 Football. As always, I'm your host for the most accurate podcast, John Daigle, and we are here today to preview none other than the Week 16 Waiver Wire column, getting you ready for Week 16 and 17, likely the end of your fantasy playoff scenarios, including a dwindled down drop list, even though this time of year, you know who to drop. You know who you don't need anymore, wasting away at the end of your bench. Not to mention the end of roster top 10 catered for the backups we should stash, the contingency players we should roster for the next two games, since that's what matters the most. Before we begin, though, reminder, this episode is brought to you by our friends at Sleeper, one of the fastest growing customizable fantasy football platforms in the entire industry. And when I click on my team and the Sleeper app and I select that plus sign over the football helmet, I go to the waiver wire pickup of the week in Zach Moss. Are we worried about Zach Moss? Of course, because he's hashtag not good, as proven by being stuffed for two yards or less on 45% of his carries with the Colts so far this year. But with Chef Saturday being one of the worst coaches in NFL history, We also know he's naturally going to lean on Zach Moss in place of Jonathan Taylor, who's not expected to return any point this year with his ankle sprain because that's exactly what Saturday did most recently against the Vikings and allowing Moss to out-snap 53-25, out-touch 24-14, and most importantly, for anyone that might be worried about game script for Deion Jackson, Moss still ran more routes than Deion Jackson, 14-9, in that game off the bench as well. Indianapolis quietly being projected as three and a half point home dogs at Vegas Sportsbook against the Chargers Monday night also suggests this game might be closer than we think. We saw the Chargers already fail what was thought to be a blowout situation for them against the Titans defense missing seven starters this past game. And that scenario would eventually allow Moss to benefit against this front seven being plowed through for a league high 5.4 yards per carry. So if you are desperate for a running back to start in the fantasy playoffs due to injuries, Zach Moss is there for you. Sleepers, sleeper of the week for deeper leagues though, is none other than Rashid Shahid. Because to the naked eye, Shahid's 68-yard touchdown from Taysom Hill on Sunday is a blip on the radar. But everyone who's been paying attention knows in Shahid's last two games, he's played the most snaps, 66%, among all of the Saints wide receivers, Chris Olave included. He has the same route rate as Chris Olave in these two games. And Shahid in that time also, 17.3% target share, 21.2 yards per target. So the depth you want for an explosive ceiling performance and volume with the target share, and of course, That combination has led to a wide receiver 32 and this past week wide receiver 11 finish in fantasy. Some say Shahid is only getting in Chris Olave's way as the number 11 overall pick only has one top 36 finish, miserable, in his last five games and thus remains a fringe flex option as well for week 16. But I say it's Olave who's getting in Shahid's way since it's Shahid who's finished as a top 36 receiver in these past two weeks. And that's who I'm looking to as a flex option instead for week 16. Remember, head to sleeper.com or download the latest app to make those pickups today. If you came here looking for a replacement for Jalen Hurts, 
who is fully expected to miss the next two games for the Eagles, who already have the NFC locked up, then Brock Purdy is the next man up. Because Washington, San Francisco's weak seed opponent, has been above average team against quarterbacks for fantasy on the surface. But of course, when you're adding context on this show, and if you peek under the hood, you'll notice this defense has benefited from playing Daniel Jones in back-to-back games, Marcus Mariota, who was benched, Davis Mills, who was benched, and Sam Ellinger, who was benched in the last two months. Against Jalen Hurts and Kirk Cousins, the commander's only true t- test in this span, both finished as top 12 quarterbacks against them. Not only that, but if you make it out of week 16 with Brock Purdy as your starter, you're then rewarded the friendliest matchup possible against the Raiders, who had allowed just over 17 points per game to quarterbacks in eight games since their bye before running into Matt Jones and whatever the hell he was trying to do in the NFL on Sunday. So rather than reaching for Gardner Minshew as the lowest hanging fruit, I'm pivoting to Brock Purdy, who is the more optimal starter in place of Jalen Hurts over the next two weeks. Let's revisit Chris Moore, because I know his results with four catches, 42 yards against the Chiefs this past week was not what we were all hoping for. But that's no reason to shy away now, because his opportunity in that game was still a team-high 32.1% target share, and that matches his opportunity the past two weeks with 36.4% of Houston's targets, 49% of the team's receiving yards, and 44% of their air yards in the last two games without Nico Collins, who's dealing with a groin injury and may not be ready to return since he has yet to practice the last two weeks, and Brandon Cooks, who we're not expecting to return at any point this year. More importantly, Chris Moore now gets an even better matchup against the Titans secondary, allowing league highs in yards per target and yards per game to receivers from the boundary. And that, of course, is where Moore has run 69% of his routes, a nice rate since week 14 these past two games in place of Cooks and Collins. So Moore is the player to absolutely add off waivers this week. And I would definitely add him over Jahan Dotson because Dotson has turned his 56% catch rate and 23 receptions on the year into six touchdowns, which has made up 43.5% of his overall fantasy points this season. And yes, Dotson has soaked up 21.2% of Washington's targets over the last two games, but those are the only two games all year. He's also seen at least 20% of Washington's targets. And not only is Taylor Heineke not providing volume, in failing to reach 30 pass attempts for this run-first commander's offense in five of his last six games, the outlier being Washington's 70-minute tie against the Giants a couple weeks ago. Heineke's also 31st in completion rate under and 27th in yards per attempt under pressure since taking over as starter, which is important to note since now he gets the 49ers pass rush who are about to bring the pain. So if we're not expecting volume and we're not expecting efficiency, John Dotson, what would you say you do here? So I'm staying away from Dotson in shallower leagues and instead going for Rashid Shahid and Chris Moore. Let's talk about some deep pickups before we get out of here, because Jalen Warren is clearly back at full strength after the Steelers healthy scratched both Benny Snell and Anthony McFarlane this past week. And we also know it from Warren's usage and recording 12 touches, which matched his previous season high that he initially set from the time before he was injured in week 11. 
And now we've seen since their bye in week nine, the Steelers are actually calling the league's seventh highest run play rate. So there are more than enough carries now to go around for both Najee Harris and Warren in a two-headed backfield against the Raiders, who have permitted 29 PPR points per game to enemy backfields since their week six bye. So Warren is viable in 12, 14 team leagues as early as week 16 with five touchdowns in his last five games. Yes, I understand you want to pick up Jawan Johnson. It is worrisome, though, that that's all he's doing and averaging a touchdown for every three receptions in that five-game span. Meanwhile, some are worried about Chigo Conquo's usage. Fantasy's tight end nine, tight end two, and tight end 15 the past three weeks without Traylon Burks because he's quote-unquote only run around on 56% of dropbacks in that time but his 18% target share in these three games is concerted usage because he's being had plays called up for him and he's being fed these targets with at least five targets in four consecutive games now. So if you're curious which to pick up and start, since both are widely available in leagues, and you look at this total of 31 and a half points, not a misspeak between the miserable Browns and the Andy Dalton Saints this week, that low-scoring environment makes the decision for us in ranking Oconquo over Jawan Johnson as our best starter for Week 16. And finally, Josh Kelly, just to note, did receive every touch and place to Boston Eckler once Eckler went out with injury this past game because Isaiah Spiller was healthy scratched and Kelly was the only running back available. But we all know to look at the history. And now we have three games the Chargers' last three games, with Isaiah Spiller active for two of them, and Kelly has still out-touched Isaiah Spiller 23-0 in that span. Thus, if you're stashing for Austin Eckler, just in case this injury he suffered proves to be a little more serious despite the negative test or proves to linger around next week, Josh Kelly is the player to stash vehemently over Isaiah Spiller. You have start set questions, and I do not have the answers for you on a Monday. Imagine that. But John Paulson will be back for his start sit Q&A for week 16 this Friday, December 23rd at 12.20 p.m. Eastern. And all you have to do to get in and ask a question is subscribe to the 4 for 4 YouTube channel. Right now, if you're listening, like, subscribe, and be here Friday, 12.20 p.m. Eastern, John Paulson will be here to answer your questions. Also catch our preview show on this very channel. Free for all, Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern, ahead of week 16. And of course, until then, be a little bit kinder than what's required. We'll see you next time.